0: Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name.
1: We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America Babylon and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. Welcome back to the Omega Man Radio Show. Tonight is June 24th, June 24th, 2010. This is episode 3. Um, I'm pleased to have Dr. Pat Holliday on the show tonight. Dr. Holliday is Senior Pastor of Miracle Internet Church and was called into ministry back in 1975 and has been ministering worldwide. Uh, Dr. Holliday received her Ph.D. at Southeastern Theology Seminary back in 1993. Uh, Pastor Pat is the president of Miracle Outreach Ministry in Jacksonville, Florida, where they have the church, and uh, she also has a weekly program that airs out of Jacksonville, and I've had the uh, pleasure to be in service with her, and if you are in the Jacksonville area, it's something you do not want to miss. You want to go down and worship with them. Uh, Let me get Dr. Holiday on the line. Dr. Pat, are you with me? I'm on here. All right. God bless you tonight. Thank you for coming on the show.
0: Yeah, uh, i heard you last night and enjoyed it very much.
1: Well, thank you very much. Uh it's something we've been wanting to do for about five years and uh you know, God finally opened the door, so you know, praise the Lord. Yes. Well, I wanted uh wanted to have you on the program tonight and uh there's gonna be people tuning in that uh have not heard you before. So why don't we just jump on in and uh share a little bit about your testimony and how you got into the ministry of deliverance.
0: Well <laughs> God just kind of sneaks you into those things. (laughs) It's not anything that I sought after, you know. Uh, Back in the uh, 70s, I uh, came into the kingdom. Uh, I was in politics, and uh, I ran for the state legislature of Florida, and I lost by uh, about 150 votes or so. And uh, so I was so disheartened. I decided that I would just start reading books that I wanted to read, not books that I needed to read. And I I got caught up in the occult through reading books. And, uh, you know, the devil is real. And whenever he came into my room one night and the demons were going to possess me, I did not know God. I did not know what to do. I'd never really given it too much of a thought. Uh, But I uh, decided that if there's a devil, there's a God. And up until that particular point, I always thought that the messages that I was getting was coming from my own mind. So I had no supernatural beliefs at all. And so I immediately cried out to the unknown God, and I said, um, if you're real, if you'll protect me from this, I'll serve you all of my life. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord came in the room and protected me and led me on to Jesus. And I've just been running after Jesus ever since.
1: Well, praise the Lord. Uh, You know, back to the... uh... The race, you know, 115 votes, that's a slim margin. I think I would have uh, requested a recount.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, my husband did, and uh, it was a tri-county area that I was running in. And back in uh, those days, hardly any conservative women were running at all. And there were some liberal women out, but very few conservative women because Christian women and conservative women usually stay home and take care of their their kids. And uh, so I had kids, but my husband gave me a lot of freedom. And so I was out there, and I decided I'd run to cover the seat for the Republican Party at that time. And there was like a 10 to, to 1 registration against me, but... Um, I uh, ran a very hard campaign and and came very close to winning. And it was a big disappointment because if you put something into something and you lose, then you've lost something. If I had just continued to run as a lark as I started out, it would have been nothing. So um, politics uh, was where the Lord trained me to do public speaking and to do things. And then when Jesus got a hold to me, that's where he took the talents that I had in the world and began to train me for the ministry. But uh, I've never been sorry that I uh, found Jesus. And when I was in politics, I mean, in the uh, church about six months, I went over to Israel. And uh, Catherine Kuhlman was ministering in Israel at that time. The charismatic movement was very young, and um, all of the era wasn't bopping all over the place as it is today. And uh, so I uh, got healed in a Catherine Kuhlman meeting, and uh, the Lord gave me a call while I was sitting in her meeting and uh, it was very, very supernatural. I felt him uh, take his hands and wipe across my eyes. And uh, I felt him, uh, it felt like a bucket of oil had been poured on me. And my, I felt him anoint my hands. And he said, I've healed your body, and I want you to go do my work. And from that time, uh, when I came out, um, immediately, the Lord uh, brought the bus driver over to me that we were with, a guide, and uh, he said, uh, Peter wants to find Jesus. He said, he's uh, watching all of these miracles, and we know all of these people that are getting miracles, and he wants to give his heart to Jesus, so... I took him downstairs and on the way down to the messianic room I just uh opened my mouth thought I thought I was going to be praying for him and a conversation ensued but I was speaking in his language and so uh what happened is uh he received uh Jesus and the baptism with me speaking in his language and I can only barely speak English by the way
1: now, who, uh, who was so, Peter? Peter was your husband?
0: No, Peter was the bus driver over in Israel. Oh, I'm
1: sorry, excuse me. Okay, this was the bus yeah. driver in Israel. Okay. Yeah, he,
0: could, uh, he couldn't uh, speak any English at all. And from that experience, 25 different times uh, the Lord led uh, Jewish men to me, and I laid hands on them and, and led them to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and they would answer me. And one night I got curious and I said, "Lord, what am I saying to these people? And he said, "You're saying, the Lord thy God loves you and hates the devil, be washed in the blood of the lamb. If you want Jesus in your heart, ask the woman to touch you on um, ask the woman to touch you on uh, the head. She has Jesus in her hands. Wow. And so that's uh, happened about twenty, twenty-five 25 times or so. Uh, and I wrote a book called Holiday for the King that that testimony's in. But when that happened, I just thought that happened to all Christians because I was just a little baby Christian. But when I came back from Israel, I had the anointing to heal the sick. And so uh, my friend and I started a little prayer meeting in her house, and we started praying for the sick, and people started getting healed. And um, so it's been a very wonderful walk with the Lord. I've seen him do all sorts of miracles all over the world. I've seen uh, demons cast out all over the place, and, you know, Jesus is still very, very powerful. He's just looking for people that will believe him.
1: Absolutely. And that's what I did. Yeah, the gifts of God are still for today. And uh, as you experienced in Israel, uh, with the bus driver, Peter, you were speaking in uh, heavenly languages. Uh, Baptism, the Holy Spirit hit you. And then I guess you were probably talking in uh, his tongue, maybe Hebrew or Arabic, uh, yeah. whatever nationality he was. And, uh, you know, God can use these gifts uh, when they're needed. And he, you know, he used them That's then. He'll right. still use them today. So uh, well, I, I am a believer.
0: He wants to use the gifts, but you see, the gifts to a lot of uh, Christians uh, in many of your churches today, uh, they haven't been taught the Word of God. Uh, they've been taught how to get to give into ministries, but they don't know the Word of God, and and uh, so. Uh, The gifts of the ministry is somebody standing in front of them uh, speaking uh, divination prophecies over them and uh, them falling out under Kundalini powers and the pastor standing there hallowing more God, more God. And it's, it's just some of the weirdest things that I personally have ever witnessed but it goes on and people run after it because they think that it's really god and it isn't
1: yeah you were one of the first to actually cover, cover the uh... the false uh... fire anointing down in uh... in fort am i correct with the yes, top Bentley and, camp
0: uh, see here's here's the thing i've been in the deliverance ministry for for around thirty years or so and whenever you uh, are in a deliverance ministry and you're ministering to a person, uh, you discern what spirits are in that person and you cast them out. And so somebody uh, called me and told me about Todd Bentley. And actually, uh, as far as ministries are concerned, you do the same thing. You can see... Uh, Things I guess that other people can't see And so um, Whenever I saw Todd Bentley uh, I thought this is not the Holy Ghost And so I watched him a couple of weeks And then I started writing about him And the Lord told me that it was a Kundalini spirit And uh, as I started researching The Kundalini spirit uh, All that was is the it's the um, uh, Eastern religious spirit, and it's the same spirit that are in Islam people too. It's a snake spirit, a cobra spirit, and that's the way it manifests. It it um, comes in, goes down the back of the spine, and it coils up down in the base of the spine, and uh, whenever the Hindu uh, gets under the power, uh, this this snake begins to move up the spine. And uh, when it gets as far up as the uh, neck or the head, it suddenly will uh, enter into the brain and it takes that person into what American psychiatrists would call it, uh, a catatonic state. But Mm -hmm. actually, in uh, Eastern religion, they think that they have arrived in their heaven whenever that happens to them. However, in America, when somebody goes into that catatonic state, their families put them away in mental institutions. The psychiatrists fill them up on psychiatric uh, psychotropic drugs. And chances of people getting out of that situation is very slim because there's very few deliverance ministries in America that really know very much about this. We have so, uh, two two young men in our ministry right now. Uh, both of them came right out of the mental institution. The problem that we have. So the
1: truth is that a lot of the people that are in these mental institutions that uh, the psychologists or psychiatrists have said that uh, you know they have mental disorders, um, a great number of those could be demonized people. that just uh, have an evil spirit.
0: Of, most of them are demonized people, but you see when they uh, when they start acting strange with uh, within their families and if their families take them to their pastors. The pastors just refer them to the psychiatrist or the, the little woman that says she's a counselor down the street that has no training. And uh, uh, there's very little help in American Christianity for people with mental problems and uh, for people even that have sexual problems. You know, uh, there's a lot of demonology involved in sexuality. I wrote a book called Sexual Magic, and I've written one called uh, Marriage and Sex. And uh, unfortunately, in our country, uh, the American person has been trained uh, that sex is, is, is normal and uh, it, you can do it as long as you protect yourself from having children. They're teaching sex in the state of Florida all the way down to kindergarten now, by Florida state law. And if you think the Republicans are going to save you, we have a Republican legislature and a Republican governor. So you can't depend on uh, secular, blinded people to live your life and be able to know who God is. And so um, in sex... I believe that revival has tarried because the pulpits are bound by sex. And I think a lot of your people uh, in the churches are bound up by sex. And sex is a beautiful thing. God gave us sex, but it's supposed to be within the scope of his marriage plans. And uh, so I've, I've cast out many spirits out of people that were homosexuals, lesbians, out of uh, pornographers. Uh, I've even had a few of these uh, child molesters to come through. And absolutely, it's a demon situation. And uh, so uh, demons come in for, for because of sin. And uh, I think in the church in our country, most of your pastors no longer talk about sin, so people don't know
1: that's uh, uh that's a good a good point to start with and uh by the way, I'm looking at the switchboard. the switchboard has lit up like a Christmas tree. uh oh, there are my people goodness. just uh lined up to talk with you, so here's what we're going to do guys uh we're going to continue with the interview, and then, in about thirty minutes, uh, if Dr. Holiday would be amiable, i'm going to open up the switchboard and we're going to take some live calls. Would you be all right with that? Sure. Okay,
0: I love let's uh, talk to the people.
1: Absolutely, and we like uh, to know that people are listening. Um, let's lay a little bit of foundation for some people that are just tuning in and maybe have uh, not heard the term uh, deliverance or really familiar with evil spirits. So I'm just going to start with some very basic questions that kind of build up from there. Uh, what is a demon? And you know, wh- where are these uh, demons or evil spirits, uh, where do they come from?
0: Well, you know, it's quite controversial. Some people uh, think that uh, demons came from a race that lived centuries and years before uh, the uh, Bible was written. Uh, Other people think that demons uh, come from fallen angels. Uh, There's one thing that I know is that they are very very subjected to uh, the name of Jesus whether you call them a demon, a spirit or or uh, some name uh, they're subjected to the name of Jesus and of course being uh, in the deliverance ministry every deliverance minister has list of uh, names uh, that they have assigned to various demons and um like you know somebody smokes a cigarette well that's a spirit of nicotine and uh well actually a cigarette uh devil is called Calment which is a uh god of nicotine and the indians are the ones that introduced uh, tobacco to the white man but the the spirit behind the tobacco is actually called Calmet, C-A-L-M-E-T, and then there would be a whole string of spirits or demons, whatever you want to call them, attached to those to that uh, Calmet, and uh, they would uh, uh, Deliverance Ministry would call them something like uh, dependency spirits, habit spirits, um, craving spirits. <laughs> And things like that. And a lot of times I think God lets us do things like that because whenever you are ministering to someone, uh, they need to know why they have these spirits. And if they don't associate that they've got a spirit because they smoke cigarettes uh, and that their spirit's attached to the cigarette devil, then you can cast that spirit out and then they'll leave your meeting and go right out and light back up. And instantly, all of the time that you spent with them is just like you didn't even do anything for them. Uh, they have I've to hold... hmm
1: I've heard a couple explanations on uh, where uh, demons come from. I mean, some have said that uh, these are actually uh, the third of the angels that uh, rebelled with Lucifer and were... Cast out of heaven, you know, yeah. lost their first estate, and then I've also yeah. heard that uh, potentially uh, these could be the spirits of the uh, the offsprings over in Genesis 6, you know, where it talks about the uh, sons of God. You know, the the fallen angels uh, looked at the daughters of men, and you know, took for them, you know, the wives that they chose, and they interbred, and the offspring, uh, some will call the Nephilim, uh, which were destroying yeah. the flood. Well, when they when their physical bodies died uh they they had a spirit like you know you and I have a spirit and uh these would be the you know the modern day demons which you might call the uh you know uh the nephews of the fallen angels so uh what do you think uh what do you what do you think is more likely the case well, are they uh, spirits of nephilim or are these just the fallen angels that uh, rebelled with lucifer
0: I, I i have always treated them as fallen angels and uh uh the reason that I don't go there uh into the um into the possibilities of them being the Nephilim there's nothing in the Bible that I've ever found by that about that, and I think some of the people in the ministry today take a lot of uh extra biblical uh, resources to come up with some of their ideas so as for me I have always stayed in the Bible so I I would probably treat them as a third of the fallen angels
1: one thing for sure though is that uh, these things do exist and uh, they inhabit people um, what is their goal and why do they seek to uh, basically uh, get inside of people
0: What are they trying to accomplish? Yeah, John uh, 6.10 says, The devil came to rob, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you shall have life and have it more abundantly. Now, uh, what I've noticed over the years of being in the deliverance ministry is that the devil wants to destroy human beings because he hates them. He even hates the people that give themselves wholly over to him and serve him. And uh, once they have committed, say say they commit into a a coven uh, situation, uh, they have to observe every law. They have to be uh, like uh, they would never come to a meeting uh, late because if they did, they would get punished by the demons. Only Christians just come in a half an hour late uh, to the church meetings. But uh, demons, uh, as long as those Satanists and those witches serve them and do uh, what they're supposed to do, uh, they can have all sorts of things. They can have high positions in the world. They can sell their souls uh, to be famous like Michael Jackson did, you know. Uh, Michael Jackson uh, went over to Africa and took a bath with 57 cows' blood uh, to to maintain uh, being famous. And uh, in a situation like that, what a witch doctor would do is he would do ritualisms over the person, that they would be famous, and he would give them a period of time and uh, say 15 years, you will be famous, you will be rich, you will have women, this and that. Uh, but at the end of that 15 years, they come and take your life. Now in Africa, the witch doctor believes that uh, you you're supposed to live 70 years. So if you you sell him your soul for 15 years when he comes to get your spirit and kill you then you he claims your spirit has to become his slave for a period of 70 years so there's a lot of this benefits serving the devil but the devil doesn't like anybody and he hates everybody And uh, he only serves human beings to accomplish his goal. But they do not like serving any human being. They hate you because every human being is made in the likeness and image of God. And they don't like you. So it sounds
1: to me like uh, these fallen angels, you know, lost their their first estate, you know, their bodies or their beauty. And, uh, you know, they're they're seeking to... uh, you know, the, I know the word says they they roam around dry places and they're you know they're looking for people to inhabit. Um, now you've been a deliverance ministry a long time, and uh, we didn't mention that uh, as I did a little bit of research on you. You are a prolific author. Uh, you've written what maybe forty plus books on deliverance subjects? Oh, I've
0: hundreds now.
1: And uh, probably one of your uh, your first books that you wrote uh, uh, involved uh, Africa with Bishop Kanko. Am I correct?
0: Uh, That wasn't my first one, but I did write a book on uh, Bishop Kenko about 10 years ago. And uh, Bishop Kanko is a very interesting story. Uh, If you go up on my website and you get that book, it will open up your eyes into the spirit realm to see things that you've never thought about before.
1: Go ahead and uh, right now, if you would, pardon me for interrupting, uh, go ahead and give uh-huh. out your uh, your website. I'm sure there's some people listening who would have, like to uh, uh, check it out.
0: I have patholiday.com and then miracleinternetchurch.com. Okay. And uh, they're under ebooks uh some of those books. And then I have also articles and MP3s and television programs up on the uh web pages, but uh, Bishop Kenko was a fourth-generational witch doctor, and uh, his family uh, were the chief witches over the area that uh, he was uh, uh, from in Ghana, Africa, and uh, he um, learned his witchcraft practices down underneath the sea and it's called The City Under the Sea. And uh, a lot of uh, movie stars, politicians, and people like that go underneath that sea. Uh, He told me that when I wrote the book, and lo and behold, I'm reading an AARP book one day, and here's Shirley MacLaine, who is absolutely a deep witch now. Uh, she talked about going down into the city under the sea, and she uh, said that um, that uh, when you're down there, you're uh, an oddness, and you're not a male, and you're not a woman, and she claimed she had sex with herself. Well, you know, she's crazy oh my anyway. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the truth is, um, Bishop Canco, uh, told me that the world and the governments of the world are ruled from the powers that are down underneath the sea. And um, he, he he just, the things that he uh, revealed in terms of uh, that city and uh, the fact that uh, uh, demons um, are so powerful, and that uh they they are under the sea, but yet they have power to control cities and governments and people on the land and so uh it's a very uh strange, interesting book. uh I had been in the deliverance ministry about twenty years when I wrote that book, and it it amazed me, so I'm sure. That it will amaze you if you're listening I'm sure you've seen
1: some things in that uh, period of time uh you actually uh started to address the next question I have for you, and that is uh what power do demons have, and uh can they actually do a uh, do bodily harm to a person i mean i'm sure you've you've come in contact with a lot of uh demonized people so i mean uh what are we looking at there as far as the threat from these, these uh these evil spirits?
0: Uh, Demons have power in the body and out of the body uh, of a person. Um, Demons have been known to um, suffocate people in their beds. Uh, I heard a story one time, a person came to me, and uh, they, uh, they were in their bed, and their bed caught on fire, and they jumped out of the bed, and they pushed the mattress off the bed, and They grabbed the springs, and a demon clamped their hands on the the springs of the bed. They said it was a supernatural force, and they couldn't get loose. And they screamed, and finally somebody came and helped them. But uh, demons have a lot of power. Uh, If they didn't have so much power, the church would be bigger, stronger, and uh, people would go after God more. They have power over people's minds their uh, wills, their wants, their needs, uh, every part of a person. And that's why you have to read the word of God to renew your word, your mind so that you can think the thoughts of God and uh live according to his word and not according to the powers of the evil spirits.
1: Well uh, mean to that I, I mean uh as you said, uh you know, Satan uh seeks to kill, steal and destroy and so these demon spirits, uh, his agents uh, go out there, and uh, that's what they try to do i think they they look for uh, vulnerabilities uh you know open open doorways into people's life, and you know if they could, I think that uh, their goal is to try to kill people and you know if they if they can kill you um, then I mean it's over with uh, we're hearing a lot about this phenomena of sleep paralysis what's going on there when people relate where you know they kind of get frozen. And, you know, some people have actually seen, you know, seen uh, dark images, you know, yeah. laying on top of them. What's going on there?
0: That That's a spirit called Asmodeus or oh Osmodeus. And I speak, uh, speak about those in uh, my book called Marriage and Sex. And there's four uh, major spirits involved in that. Uh, there's Incubus and Succubus, Asmodeus and Osmodeus. And uh, these are sexual spirits. In Africa, these spirits actually marry the human being. And they do over here, too. Oh, wow. uh, we, don't, we just don't hear as much about it over here. Uh, but uh, if, uh, if Asmodeus marries you, uh, he takes ownership of your body. And if you marry a human being, uh, either that spirit will kill you or it will kill the human being. We saw it happen in this lady's church in Jacksonville. Uh, the young lady was around 45 years old and had always wanted to be married, was a, a Christian woman. And uh, one of the elders in the church married her, and they went away on their honeymoon and on Friday night, and he woke up Sunday, uh, uh, Saturday, and the woman was as dead as a doornail.
1: Oh, my goodness. uh,
0: So uh, whenever the pastor called Bishop Kenko, he said, oh, that's Asmodeus. Asmodeus was married to her and killed her. So when I was over in Africa ministering, I came across that spirit quite frequently where uh it was married uh to women or men and it takes dominion over the body and the person uh is married to that demon just like it's a human being and uh demons demons are very powerful and what they want is a body because they can express themselves more in a body than they can if they're roaming around without a body And if they can't get a body, uh, they will go into animals. Uh, They will go into things like statues and uh, uh, things like that. And so uh, demonology is a very, very deep subject. American people usually don't know very much about it. Uh, For instance, if a person... Has uh, some statues in their homes Some idols in their homes Uh, They will say to you As a deliverance ministry But I don't worship them But you need to get them out of the home Because it gives place For the devil And the devil uh, Stays in that statue And then at night The devil comes out of the statue And it causes uh, nightmares And dreams And uh, Things like that. So uh, in Africa, when Bishop Canco ministers, if he ministers to a witch, uh, they will leave the meeting and go right over to the woman or the man's home and take all of the um, statues and throw them away. Uh, I've ministered with him in America. Uh, We were down in Palm Beach. And there was a uh, woman that called the radio show and said, my husband's mad because there's Christians at this church and they're preaching in the name of Jesus. And he says, stop it or he's going to work powers against you. So I got up the next morning and went to the radio station and I said, I want to talk to the witch doctor. I said, uh, I understand that you want me to quit preaching in the name of Jesus, or are you going to do something to me? Come on, buddy. I said, let me tell you something. You do something to me, you might not walk away with your life, but you just come on. Uh, You're in a war now. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the wife came over to the church, and um, so she came home with us and We led her to the Lord, and she wanted to know if we would go and minister to her witch doctor husband. And uh, Bishop Kenko and I and some people went over, and uh, Bishop Kenko just looked at him and said, Look, he says, I know what you're into. He said, You're in baby witchcraft, uh, according to what I was into. And he says, I can tell you what you do. He said, you go into that uh, little room off of your garage there, and uh, you've got all sorts of uh, witchcraft powders and idols and things in there. And he said, you can find the Lord, and he led him to the Lord. And then he said, you have to throw the idols away. And the man said, well, I have to go to work. And he said, well, I can't throw them away. You have to throw He said, if you'll come back there with me and throw one idol away, then we'll throw the rest away, because the guy was late for work. We carried out two or three garbage cans full of idols from that place and took them over to the church. The church people don't even realize anything's wrong with that. They go over to Africa. I've had pastors to go over there and come back with the mask and the warriors and all of the spears and all of these uh, demonic uh, things from Africa. I've seen people die from having these kind of things in their home. Uh, demons. Are yeah, very I've heard. Real.
1: Uh, absolutely, I've heard uh, stories of uh, people coming back from places like Haiti, and they would, you know, again bring some of the voodoo mask back or uh, one of these little statues it looks like a little beggar man with his hand holding, you know, out, you know, for a, a donation. And then all yeah. of a sudden their finances would just be destroyed I mean yeah. uh, so what I'm hearing is demons can inhabit people they they'll uh, they'll go into an animal if uh, the first option is not available and then also they can uh, attach themselves to uh, occultic items like uh, little Buddhas or you know little voodoo dolls and I mean someone told me that uh, you remember years ago they had that little troll baby with the the green hair it was kind of spiked up. Right. And uh, just everybody was, you know, getting these and putting them in their home, and they would have, like, a little crystal or an emerald in the belly button. Um, uh, I'm told that even demons uh, attach themselves to those. So uh, they attach
0: themselves to all of these children toys, uh, the Narnia toys, the Harry Potter toys, and uh, the dragons and the dungeons and all of these things. And they come home with those kids, and at nighttime... Uh, they torment those kids, and they attach themselves to the kids, and the kids grow up demon-possessed. And when they go into churches, the churches don't know what to do. I, I've cast out many of uh, demons from kids just from them going to Narnia movies and Harry Potter movies.
1: Would you call this sort of like a, a doorway or a gateway for the uh, the demons to come in and start attacking people? I mean, uh, what is it that gives these demons the the legal authority to go into a person? Um, it, it, the, uh,
0: the legal authority is going over onto their avenue, and now, like you take Harry Potter and Narnia, just those two movies, and there's thousands of them. now, but you you take those two movies are based on witchcraft. And uh, you can get arguments from Christians. Oh, C.S. Lewis was a Christian, and you shouldn't say C.S. Lewis was not a Christian. C.S. Lewis was a Catholic that never got born again, and he and his buddy Tolkien used to sit on the bar stool, drinking. Mohammed well,
1: guy, yeah, G.R.R., Right.
0: Yeah, and making up um, their little children's stories to capture, to capture the souls of the uh, children uh the nania movie is uh, the new one's coming out in a couple of weeks by the way but the nania movie um preachers from all over the country were taking busloads of kids into those movies and we had a child uh whose aunt brought her to miracle and whenever she came to miracle I taught on, on uh Nania that night. I changed changed my whole sermon. And uh afterward she told her aunt, she says, Auntie, she said, I gotta go home and get rid of my dragons and things she said, because I don't want any demons around me. And I came out of the pulpit and led that child to the Lord and as soon as I put my hand on her she started manifesting and her eyes started twirling around and around, and we cast the demons out of her. Well, Auntie took a little girl home, and the little girl told Mommy that we had, what we had done, and the mommy said, don't ever take her back to that church, and went out and bought her all of the Harry Potter books and movies and everything. And now that little child is in some sort of a foster home. So that was uh,
1: that was definitely a gateway. I mean, I I know personally people who uh, would let their kids go out and watch uh, Harry Potter, and you know read the books, and uh, you know the same kids would have uh, you know the whole collection, and uh, that's nothing but a manual on how to be a witch. I mean, you know that's uh, you know the word says touched not the unclean thing. So, you know if you if you play with the occult, that's a uh, surefire way uh, to get a demon. Am I correct? I mean. If uh, there are well, people listening the Harry, that uh, yeah, have played, Potter uh, go ahead.
0: The Harry Potter books are training courses, and they capture the book from little kids about eight years old, and they take them all the way up uh, through teenage. And when they get into teenage, then they introduce the element of homosexuality and sexual perversions and uh uh it's uh it's a training course and uh Rawlings uh claims that she's not a witch, but I will guarantee you that she's a, she is a witch if she's not she goes over to the library and she gets hardened witchcraft books and she writes this stuff. There's no way that she can't be a witch Oh, uh, there's no yet, doubt in my
1: mind uh
0: And Torquen both were witches. You see, in the Harry Potter book, uh, Christians sort of knew that those books were written by a person that wasn't a Christian. But then when the Nania books came along, uh, then they were faced with the fact that all of your Christian bookstores were selling them. Uh, All of your big Christian television People were selling them. Seven Hundred Club was selling the little figures to raise money for their ministries. And so, how can one little person like me or you go and tell the parent, "Look, this is witchcraft and it's dangerous"? And they say, "Well, Pat Robertson does it, oh, and TVN does it, and my pastor took." uh There was the pastor in Jacksonville that bought uh, 2,700 tickets and took kids and buses over to the Meet a movie theater. Now they don't have to do that. They've got the big screens, and they just show them in their Sunday school classes. But What about I
1: held- uh, that new movie uh, Avatar? Did you hear about that one?
0: Oh, yeah. I've got an article on that on script.
1: Uh, was uh, that Avatar- uh, dangerous?
0: Yeah, what it is. It's it's a transformation of your faith uh, from Christianity to uh, native forms of faith and Hinduism, and uh, it's um, you see what what Jesus said: be careful what you let come inside of you, because that's what you will be dealing with if you let if you let a wizard present you with a book that's about witchcraft and you read the book then your spirit opens up to receive what's in that book and the same thing is with magazines and with uh games and with um with uh, movies that's how i'm hearing
1: good golly i mean I'm, i'm hearing right now that uh okay you could have a uh an item in your house right now maybe someone listening has uh One of these idols that we're talking about, uh, a statue like a Buddha, some voodoo mask. uh, I mean, I even heard that uh, things like uh, cuckoo clocks with the owl could be dangerous, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, They could have one of these items in their house, and that could be given the the demon legal authority to come into the household. And then we're talking about movies. So what I'm hearing, there are actually movies that you could be watching and just uh, going in, sitting in the theater with some popcorn, for an hour and a half, you could come out, uh, maybe have a demon follow you home. Am I I hearing that correctly?
0: Well, they could be inside of you, too. Oh, boy. (laughs) uh, Because you open up. You see, the movies and the televisions are very, very powerful demonic instruments today because of the subliminal manipulations of your mind. Uh, You can be watching them telling you a nice little kindergarten sermon but uh subliminally showing you satanic ritualisms you know you don't ever know what you're watching when you watch television or you go into a a movie but
1: what about uh something like uh the Ouija board or you know horoscopes so, you know a lot of people growing up uh you know maybe had a a sleepover or you know a college party and they pulled out the uh, the Ouija board to have some fun uh if someone listening has played with one of those Uh, Could they have opened themselves up to be demonized?
0: What they will have is a familiar spirit, and sometimes people have those spirits most of their lives, and those spirits integrate into their own personalities, and and uh, they don't know that they're demon possessed. They just know that at certain times they have an uncontrollable temper, other times they want to go commit suicide. Other times they want to cuss and can't control it. And they have uh, unrealistic sexual drives. And all kinds of things happen to people that have uh, demons. And uh, they can come from your youth. They can come down your family lines. And uh, deliverance is a need. In Africa, when a person joins uh, Bishop Kanko's church, Uh, He has about 48 ministers trained, and those ministers take the people through breaking the curses, the family curses, generational curses from Deuteronomy 28 and other parts of the Bible. And then uh, once they've broken those, they cast those spirits out that they were born with, and they will have uh, demonic manifestations. Just as a a warlock or Satanist or anybody else, these people that have never been in Satanism or witchcraft will have manifestations of deliverance. What is Uh, the the
1: fastest way for a person to get a demon? If you had to maybe uh, categorize all the different uh, gateways they could come in, uh, what is almost a surefire way that a person would uh, pick up a demon? What what type of uh, sin... Well, they can pick up a demon
0: just reading their horoscopes. I mean, just pick up the paper and start reading your horoscopes in the daytime. You can pick up a demon reading a book, uh, uh, a witchcraft book, and uh, you can uh, pick up a demon watching uh, sex. You see on, on television, the things that they show us today, like when I Love Lucy used to come on, her and her husband were married in real life, but whenever they showed them as married people on television, they slept in separate beds. Uh, there were just there was a morality uh, uh, in our country that has collapsed in the last thirty years that we're never going to go back to those things. However, if you want to be free. You have to guard your mind and you have to guard where you go and you have to guard what you look at. And you need to stay close to the Lord and read the Word. And don't read these false Bibles like NIV, which is the homosexual Bible. Uh, uh, The New King James Version was written by the Illuminati and the Illuminatists, um, now, on most of your Christian publishing houses, I mean, we're right down in the end times in the end line. We're getting ready. Jesus is coming back very soon.
1: And what about things uh like uh drugs? you know, let's say someone smoked marijuana uh, are they likely not. to be demonized?
0: It's called sorcery, and okay. if you read the book of Revelation, it goes over and over. Uh, When the wrath of God is being poured out, it says, and they will not give up their sorcery. Over and over in the book of Revelation, it says that. And we're living in a demonized time, a demonized world, where Christianity is fading very quickly, and a new type of a Christianity has moved in that is not real Christianity with fake Bibles, fake ministers, fake messages, and uh, you go into some of those meetings and you let someone like Todd Bentley lay his hands on you, you're going to be demonized. It's called transference of spirits.
1: Okay, let's talk about
0: transference
1: for a minute. (laughs) I know it says in the Word, don't let anybody lay hands on you suddenly. So uh, a person that uh, was demonized and had demons Uh, If they were to uh, lay hands on you, is it possible that they could impart a demon?
0: Exactly. It comes through the, they call it that, the uh, third wave, the um, uh, Peter Wagner and uh, Todd Bentley and uh, Rick Joyner and all of those crazies, they call it impartation of the anointing. Uh, We call the anointing coming from God, just the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost gives you the anointing. They give you the anointing. They give you the impartation when they lay hands on you, and they tell you that that's what they did.
1: Now, you have a church in Jacksonville called uh, Miracle Internet Church. Uh, You specialize in in deliverance. Uh, I know I've been there and uh, checked out the, uh, the church, and I highly recommend it. Uh, you do uh what's called the mass deliverance, and then you do uh some teaching and of course you have regular services but uh you probably have people coming in from you know different places that uh know that something's not right uh What are you encountering uh there locally and some of the people coming in are are people that have demons actually walking into the uh the church asking for help
0: yes we've had we don't get as many as we used to. Uh, because of the fact that the new movements uh, with the Kundalini spirits are supernatural movements, and they are getting demon possessed and controlled uh, by the um, by the pulpits. Uh, some of the pulpits control them through hypnotic programs, and some of them are just simply controlling them through uh, through the uh, Uh, kundalini devils Uh, used to they would come from the churches over to us and we could have several hundred people in our church on a friday night looking for deliverance Uh, they're not coming anymore Uh, they're not looking for deliverance because the devil is playing with their flesh Uh, they uh, get under what they call soaking prayer contemplative prayer They go into hypnotic trances. They lay out on the floor for an hour, get up and go home and think they did God a a service by coming to church just to lay down on the floor and go into a trance. Uh, The uh, churches have programs that have been instituted in them by some of the big mega ministries of of, uh, mind control. Uh, and uh, I'm telling you, only the people that hear the call of Jesus is going to get out of what's going on in our country. If yeah, you know, I uh, and, and God tells you to get out of that church, you better leave. And when you leave, you better yes. say, God, where should I go?
1: Amen to that. I know I uh, turn on the TV and sometimes look at some of the uh, Christian networks, and uh, I never hear the word deliverance, you know, let alone demons. You know, it's all about. Uh, Prosperity, you know, and uh... give
0: me your dollar. Here's the dollar. There's the dollar. I just bought a new uh, jet plane. Uh, Joyce Myers bought a thirty thousand dollar gold plated toilet seat for her jet plane. Uh, they have mansions all over the world where these crazy Christians have given them money because they think they're anointed. And uh, all you got to do is go up on the YouTube now and every just type their names in. There's, there's uh, YouTubes galore up there about anybody you want to know.
1: Listen, that I have are... a real problem. <laughs> I have a real problem with some of these televangelists. I won't call them by name, but uh, I think uh, kind of fill in the blanks. Uh, some of these guys would just get up there and brag, you know. You know, I had a uh, Learjet, but it, it wasn't fast enough. I want to be able to go from New York to Britain. Uh, faster and fly higher so I'm going to buy me one for $30 million and and uh, you know my answer to all that is uh, you know I know they need to uh, commute I think that they should uh, go on regular airlines I'm like this if God wanted to get them there any faster you know he could translate them like he did Phil the evangelist <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh. uh, you know, there's better uses for $30 million I mean you know that's uh, they're going to give an accounting one day um, but you know I certainly don't hear deliverance uh, being brought up now uh, let's paint a scenario here. Uh, someone knows that they've got a problem, you know, some compulsive behavior they just can't shake. Maybe they knew know uh, where they picked it up. Maybe they uh, dabbled in the occult. Uh, maybe they did drugs, and uh, you know they've got something there uh, that they they know is just not right. So let's say they were to make it over to your church. Um, how does a uh, deliverance session go down? Uh, what do you do? Do you call them up for prayer? And then, you know, what would actually take place? Uh, we, kind of paint the we, picture.
0: We do mass deliverance, and then too, we do personal deliverance.
1: What do you mean and, by mass uh, deliverance? What what is that actually?
0: Well, that's uh, that's where we will just stand in front of a group of people and call out uh, spirits that uh, are involved in marriage or involved in uh, different areas of a person's life, and. They cooperate and they get delivered uh, a person that uh if we do an individual deliverance uh we uh it can go two ways if they just come in and they make the altar call uh God can start showing you things in the person if they uh, if they if they come in and they um they need counseling. Um, like marriage, Kent. there's a lot of problems in marriage. A lot of Christian men and women are in abusive relationships with each other and uh, uh, all kinds of uh, strange situations in their marriage where they really do need uh, Christian counseling. Uh, but uh, at the same time, a lot of things uh, are hooked into demonology. It's just not an emotional sin factor. It's a lot of times uh, demons that are operating in their vessels that are causing their marriages to fall apart.
1: I mean, there's our actual marriage uh, spirits called marriage breaking spirits. Am I correct?
0: Yes. And that, uh, uh-huh.
1: that have a goal and that is to destroy, you know, a relationship. relationship. Uh, but uh, now let's say someone has come in and uh, clearly they have a problem, but uh, they want to get help. Now you can help someone like that, right? Um, yeah, they have to want help. Okay, so let's say you've got two people. Both of them are demonized, meaning they have a demon spirit or or multiple. Um, one of them uh, realizes they have a problem and they want help, and the other one says, uh, uh, I don't believe I have a demon, you know, and even if I did, uh, you're not cast it out of me. Uh, what kind of authority do you have as a believer in those two scenarios?
0: Well, the one that wants deliverance will receive it, and the other one will keep their devil. Uh-oh. Yeah. You can't That's... go over a person's will. You can't. Now, Jesus is not going to make them get deliverance either.
1: Okay, so uh, basically, uh, to get deliverance, a person uh, has to want it. Uh, now, that being said, um, what is the prerequisite to get deliverance? Uh, does a person need to be saved first? Uh
0: Yeah, absolutely. How does that
1: that work? Uh,
0: The person, you should lead the person to the Lord. Uh, You should uh, educate him biblically on what it is to be saved. Repent, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and and, uh, confess him as your Lord and you shall be saved. Uh, The um, person really does need to turn away from whatever it is that they're doing because you can drive the demon out uh, but um, they can just leave the church and go do the same thing they were doing and the demon just comes back because it operates on their will so they have to want to be free and they have to commit to be free and one of the problems that we have is follow-up in our church because a lot of people look at the deliverance ministry like it's just an emergency room, and they sneak over and get deliverance and then sneak back to their church and never tell their pastor, and then before long, they're demon-possessed again.
1: Well, uh, I'm going to ask uh, you a question that could probably ruffle a lot of uh, listeners, but... Uh... You know, the truth needs to be told, Uh, can a Christian be demonized? Yes. Oh, boy. (laughs) Can a Christian uh,
0: have cancer? Yes. Can a Christian have a mental problem? Oh, of course. Uh, Can a Christian have an anger problem?
1: Uh, Yeah, I actually have some of those in my own family. I know some Christians who are angry
0: uh can they can they have uh, can a Christian beat his wife Yes, so there are the Christians can have anything they want. The whole point is to get rid of them and uh the um the thing is is when they come to you uh if you can show them that the the church has lied to them concerning that Christians can have demons and that they really do have a a demon, uh, then you can cast that demon out. Uh, But unfortunately, uh, you see, a lot of pastors don't realize or don't seem to know or or believe that the Bible was written for the believer. It was not written for the people out on the street. And if the uh, Lord was casting out devils and... um, The uh, well, let's just look over in the New Testament at Ananias and Sapphira; they were believers. They lost their lives because they rebelled and lied to the Holy Ghost. And then look at Simon the sorcerer; he became a believer, and he. And then when he saw uh, the disciples laying hands and and. Using God's supernatural power, he said, "I want to buy that from you." And the apostle rebuked him and told him that he needed to repent because that was a sin. Because you can't buy the gifts of the Holy Ghost, but yet he was a believer. And
1: well, uh, that being the case, I mean, you know, uh, let's just let's just tell the truth. Uh, there are probably even pastors right now preaching who have demons, and you know. If a Christian can have demon, and I agree, and most churches are in denial, um, you know, if you even, you know, suggest that a Christian can have demon, uh, you know, people will get angry, their face will turn red and you know, they'll just want to part company with you. I mean, it sounds to me like uh in many churches demons just have free reign to attack people because uh number one, they deny the the possibility that uh they could be demonized because They're Christians. I mean, they'll say, well, if a Christian could be demon, uh, how can a demon and the Holy Spirit exist in in the same uh, body? What would you say to that?
0: Well, I would say to that is that uh, I don't believe that a demon can uh, possess the spirit of a Christian. When a person gives their heart to the Lord and he takes their spirit, I believe, however, through sin and through open doors, demons can come into the minds and the bodies of Christians. And, uh, I mean, there's Christians that are in mental institutions that are demon-possessed. I've ministered to them. There are minister people that um, are sick of all different kinds of sicknesses. I've ministered to them, cast them out, and they get healed, and they get delivered. Uh Christians can have to demons. There's well let me ask you a question,
1: is pornography a uh, gateway to be demonized? A
0: big gateway.
1: Okay. It's well a big uh, gateway. Ha- is it possible that a person could be saved, even a pastor, and uh get weak and uh start uh, looking at some pornography on the, the internet. Uh, you know, clearly you that you has know. happened.
0: There are uh, pastors a... that are homosexuals. There are pastors that are adulterers. There are pastors that are child molesters. We see the papers every day. And if you go to them sitting in the jail and you say to them, uh, you have a demon, you molested that child, oh, I'm a Christian, I can't have a demon. I ministered to a man some many years ago, and he was on his way to go kill his oldest son. Oh, and uh, he had been a Pentecostal pastor for 15 years. And uh, the Lord spoke to him. And he says, if you do that, he said, I will never speak to you again. And he said, well, Lord, what should I do? He said, go over and see Pat Holliday. So he came over to the church, and I was able to lead him into forgiving him his son. And then when it got to the deliverance part, I said, now you just open up your, I'm going to call these spirits out. You open up your mouth and breathe them out when I call them out. He clamped his mouth shut, and he told his daughters later, he said, there was no way I was going to do that. Christians can't have a demon, and that's not in the Bible. So he walked away uh, with his demon, got out of the ministry, and went into witchcraft
1: okay, so when you have uh cast demons out how do they uh how do they come out of the the person that you're exercising them from
0: <laughs>
1: i mean they these these are evil spirits uh how do you know that they have come out what are some of the things that you've seen I'm sure you've seen some pretty yeah uh uh
0: demons wild can come out screaming We had a lady in the room the other night, and uh the demons came out screaming and wiggling and um Tormenting her, and uh, just—I mean, there was no question that uh, the woman was getting uh, deliverance. No question at all. Uh, demons can come out with just their eyes flickering. They can come out with a breath. They can come out with a yawn. They can come out uh, with uh, with a cough. Uh, they can come out of every opening in your body. Your eyes your ears, your privates, your pores. A lot of times, for instance, when you minister to an alcoholic, uh, the alcoholic demon will just suddenly just come out of all of the pores of that person's body, and it smells just like you're in a bar room. Uh, demons uh, can come out stinking, smelling like a sewage. Uh, they can... Uh, Come out laughing, jeering, fighting, uh, claiming that you're not—they're not, not going to have to obey you. All sorts of uh, reactions.
1: Now you uh, use the term "manifest." Uh, what does "manifest" actually mean? Uh,
0: manifest. What, what is happening? Mean, uh, manifest means that they change. Uh, they like they can uh, their faces will change. Uh, their. The face of the uh,
1: person. Uh, who's you're doing the deliverance with, right? So I mean, yeah. he'll be right there in front of you, demonized, and all of a sudden, uh, I mean, how will you know that uh, you're dealing with a demon? So that the face will actually start to change. Will you be able to tell a difference looking at? It? Uh,
0: yeah, so you can, you can, uh, you can. Uh, well, you're going now into what you call discerning of spirits, and uh, uh, so there's a discerning of spirits. And then sometimes it works on the Lord just speaking the name to you, telling you what to do. And uh but when they manifest, they manifest in the eyes and uh they'll manifest through sounds coming from the mouth. Okay, and, so uh, I
1: know uh I know one of the famous movies was like The Exorcist <laughs> and uh you know, that girl's voice changed and you know, she started to to vomit and do all these vile things. Uh, have you actually uh, uh, talked to demons and heard them? I mean, you know, had a situation where the the person's voice changed.
0: Oh yes, uh, we had a lady a couple of weeks ago that came through, and uh, her voice changed into a man's voice. Oh man! And she she was a woman's uh, a woman, and uh, the voice said, "I'm not coming out." And uh, you can't make me come out. She belongs to me. said, she came to me. I didn't come to her. And she had simply gone up on the Internet and gotten involved with a false doctrine called serpent seed. And uh, the, uh, the spirit came to her and looked like a snake, which would have been the Kundalini spirit, and spoke to her and said, do you want to be a god? And she felt it when it came into the back of her head, and it it came in her, and um, a lot of others come with it. So deliver. What about very that? Uh, well.
1: What about that episode? Uh, I got an email on from you. You were talking about flies. Uh, relate what happened there.
0: Oh yeah, we were ministering to this same woman, as a matter of fact, and all of a sudden. When she opened up her mouth, a whole bunch of flies came out of her mouth. We've seen that before. And um, I've seen flies fly out of the uh, computer and uh, take authority and then turn around and go back into the computer. Because it's a supernatural thing. They can come out of movies, televisions.
1: Well, that's what uh, the word said. You know, talked about Beelzebub. I think he was the lord of the flies, right? So that was probably like a...
0: They call physical Jesus manifestation. Ministry. Yeah. They said um, you minister by Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies.
1: Good grief! Can yeah, a person? He,
0: um, all, not only flies, but we've seen. Uh, uh, we we had a witch come in one night, and um, she went back to the bathroom, and a couple of the ladies went back there, and I heard a scream, and I ran back there. And she was uh shooting uh spider webs out of her mouth over the women and um uh she was a witch she had the long black fingernails and everything and um so they can do all kinds of supernatural things
1: good grief um that is that's freaky, but it's real uh, what danger is someone in uh through uh, sexual sin, like fornication. Is it possible to uh, to get a demon through uh, sexual relations?
0: Exactly. That's why Jesus said flee fornication. Let me tell you, if you go with a person, uh, the Bible says that whenever you get married, two or one. So when you have sex with a person, The Bible also says that you can join yourself to a prostitute or or be joined to a whore. And so um, you become one in the flesh in the act of sex. And what happens is all of the spirits in that person and all of their family spirits that we talked about earlier in that person can come down upon you. That's not the only thing that happens. Uh, Whenever a person, whenever people have sex together outside of marriage, uh, and then when they separate and part, a piece of the person's mind goes with that other person, and that's when you hear somebody say, I want to break soul ties, and they will break the soul tie, and that will be a soul tie to that person and the person that had sex, and it it happens that a piece of that mind goes, and we call it the fragmented mind. And so you ask God to send back part of the mind, that part of the mind, and people get their minds back. And so uh,
1: you know the word STD <laughs> takes on a whole new meaning. You know, sexually transmitted disease. I mean, really, what you're looking at is you could have sexually transmitted demons. Um, That's
0: exactly right.
1: So it's dangerous. Now we mentioned the word soul ties, uh, and you know the word talks about the uh, less the silver cord being loosened. What's going on there with the term silver cord, and uh, what some of the people in the occult are writing about, calling astral projection? What is astral projection?
0: Well, what that is is it's uh, called soul traveling, uh, which is uh, can uh, claim that they can go, and Bishop Kenko says they can. That they can go any place in the world, and when they come out of their body, um, there's a scripture. Uh, I I don't have my Bible with me right now, but it I think it's Ezekiel, uh, thirteen, uh, but it talks about you'll have to look it up. It talks about silver cords, okay. and that is the attachment to the person. Of their human spirit to their body, and when that is broken, then the body dies, and the um, the uh, soul the uh, soul is freed, and it goes to wherever it's going, either to heaven or hell. It doesn't hang around the world, but it's uh, the silver cord. So in spiritual warfare uh, in Africa if a witch starts harassing somebody, they better know who they're harassing or else they the person might supernaturally cut their silver cord and they'll die. And wow. so uh they uh they don't fool around over there. They what they do is they come and they scan a person to see if that person it uh, has uh, authority and power and protection, and if that person is protected, uh, they won't bother the the wise which won't bother that person.
1: Well, let's uh, talk about but, uh, spiritual defense for a minute. Uh, what can a uh, a person do to protect themselves um, from these uh, demonic attacks? Uh, do we Is there a thing called spiritual defense?
0: uh Exactly, the Bible's full of spiritual defense prayer uh is a spiritual offense. Resist the devil and he will flee from you uh the um uh, blood of jesus uh the wall of fire uh putting the wall of fire around you um, the um devil knows who knows that they can move under the commission and the anointing of Jesus Christ. And uh, what he does is um, that person speaks the word, speaks the name of Jesus, and the demons have to obey. Uh, so let's talk also, about uh, the, the believer minute. out here. Wait ahead. a minute, wait a minute. Also, you've got the defense of asking the Father to send warring angels to assist you.
1: Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh I like that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it works. If a person uh, listening right now is a believer and they say, yeah, uh, I do believe that uh, there are demons, Uh, I know that uh, the attacks are real, what authority uh, do we as believers have over demonic spirits?
0: Uh, Absolute uh, authority. Because the authority, see, if you understand authority, you can get through anything. And the uh, spiritual authority comes from Ephesians chapter 1, is one place you can see it, where Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God the Father. And it says that he's giving his power to us, Lord, who believe. So it's, it's like... You can compare it on earthly authority that if a cop works for a police station, they give him a gun and they give him a badge. And the badge tells the people, obey this man because he has a badge and he can put you in jail or he has a gun and he can kill you. Well, the same thing goes on in the spiritual realms. Uh, Whenever a person understands that they can use the name of Jesus and say the name of Jesus and the demons must obey, uh, else you will put them in jail by caging them and sending them to the feet of Jesus for judgment before their time. Uh, If they know that you really believe that and you do that, they're going to leave you alone.
1: Dr. Holiday, uh go ahead and give out your websites again for people uh tuning in and wanting to get a hold of you and get some of the this training material. How can they okay. reach you?
0: Uh it's uh they can reach me at patholiday.com or miracleinternetchurch.com. And can they order your
1: books a- online?
0: Yeah, my books are under ebooks But they can go up on Miracle Internet Church and listen to uh, MP3s about all sorts of subject matters plus deliverance and healing and uh, television uh, programs, and they can uh, read articles, and all of that stuff is free. We sell our books to to help us uh, take care of our local church here, to pay our rent and to do the little things that we do here. Uh, but everything else is free up on the Internet, and we do encourage people to help us in the ministry, to donate if they can, uh, just like any other minister, because uh, nobody is paid in our ministry a salary, but it does take money to um, run a ministry. So if you can help, we appreciate it.
1: Well, back to the uh the issue of uh, the believer's authority, I know that the Word says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also know some other verses, and uh, I've acted like I'm kind of playing dumb here, but (laughs) I actually know more than I I let on, but uh, I wanted to kind of build a foundation for some people tuning in and just now, you know, hearing about deliverance. But I know the Word says, uh, Jesus says, that uh, I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he also said, uh, signs that shall follow them that believe is, they shall cast out uh, demons in my name, they shall speak in other tongues, and they shall lay hands on the sick and recover. And, uh, you know, you're doing two of those things, uh, well, all those things in the Miracle Internet Church, aren't you?
0: Oh, yes. And um, we teach on all of those things, too. And, so, I mean, uh, uh, the...
1: deliverance is for the believer today? It's uh, for the
0: believer today. See, God never took the demons out of the world. If he had taken the demons out of the world, we wouldn't need it. Absolutely. But as long as as we need protection from demons, we have the authority over them. And they know that. I've had lots of demons run from me. I've never run from any of them. In fact, uh, there's a film um, that I... Uh, was ministering in uh, Africa, it may be up on the website uh, where uh, they were bringing a witch up to me she broke free and turned around and ran its own film and she was a a very powerful African witch and they say African witches are more powerful than American witches I have never seen uh, anybody that I've run from uh, that uh, I knew that God is more powerful than uh, all of the spirits in the world.
1: Now, you were attacked uh, in Africa, were you not? And you all actually put uh, into practice one of these uh, spiritual tools, the wall of fire?
0: I wasn't, uh, you mean when I hurt my leg? I what,
1: was about, attacked what about at the American church? Uh, okay, now that's right, Uh Tell me about that uh you know fighting uh doing spiritual warfare can be dangerous sometimes uh have you uh you've well, been attacked before
0: in the American church it's very dangerous because there's so many demons that are not uh tied down and they uh because they don't believe they can have them and uh I was ministering in a church up in Atlanta. And uh, the pastor just said, anybody that needs deliverance, come on up. And about a 1,000 people came up.
1: Good grief, wow. And
0: while I was ministering to people, uh, this woman suddenly grabbed me by my hand and started running with me. And nobody was watching me or looking over me. And when you're ministering, your eye and your spiritual mind is on the person that you're ministering to. And so it was a case of being unprotected, and when she when she ran, she took a wide circle and dropped me on my side, and I broke my femur bone in four or five places.
1: Oh, my goodness. And
0: so the fact that I'm walking and still alive is a miracle at my age.
1: That's a miracle of God. Uh, in just a few minutes, I'm going to open up the uh, the lines for anybody who'd like to have uh, a question uh, asked to Dr. Holliday. Uh, if you would like to talk to Dr. Holliday, you can dial in at 917-889-2745. In just a few minutes, we're going to start opening up these lines. Uh, the other thing I was referring to was... I believe you had related to me something about a wall of fire and a witch that had tried to attack
0: a group. Oh, oh yeah, that group. was uh, Bishop Kenko. Uh, they, uh, once a month, the Africans meet at uh, the family's home, and one of his ladies uh, came to him and said, Bishop, um, it's going to be in my house tomorrow, and the person that's going to bring the uh, meat is a witch. And uh, Bishop Kenko told her that every night he he releases the wall of fire around him and his family and that demons cannot come through the wall of fire. And so uh, she did that, and the next morning uh, they found uh, the, the witch on the other side of the property, and she was burned just as if she had come into a uh, wall of fire.
1: Wow! I mean, she was like bar- literally barbecued, uh, uh, and that came yeah. right out of the word. That's a, that's a spiritual weapon that a believer can use. Am I correct? Yeah.
0: Zechariah uh, two five.
1: Zechariah two five. Wow, that's fantastic! So, while uh, demons are a very real threat, uh, and probably uh, we're all coming in contact with them uh, on a daily basis uh, with someone that we know, uh, or through some gateway that we've opened up. Uh, there is deliverance in Jesus' name, and uh, demons have to flee at the name of Jesus. Am I correct?
0: That's right.
1: And so a they believer has authority. Sin.
0: Now, now let me yeah. tell you something, though. They will test the faith sometime of new believers when they knew. knew uh, it comes through your faith in the name of Jesus. Okay? And if uh, they will test your faith to see if you really do believe that.
1: So demons are powerful, but uh, Jesus is more powerful. And uh, when we become a believer in Jesus Christ, He's given us authority over all these foul spirits, and uh, we can command them to go in Jesus' name. That's right. Of course, we don't want to, you know, flirt with sin and open up uh, gateways, and then, you know, Satan, of course, has legal authority to come in and attack us. But uh, uh, let me ask you a question about self deliverance. Can a can someone listening out there? Uh do deliverance on themselves if they believe that they have a demon?
0: well, I did as a baby Christian cause really? there weren't in, there were not any deliverance ministries around when I came into the church at all.
1: <laughs> well, that's kind of the case today uh it, you know you look around where can I go to get deliverance and you know it's still rare today uh you know so uh what does a person do um if if they believe they have a problem and of course they know Jesus is their savior. Uh, What would you recommend?
0: Well, they can fast. They can play the word of God over them day and night. They can pray. And then they can take the scriptures uh, and use the scriptures, which is the sword of the Holy Ghost. You know, the scriptures is your sword. And um, use the name of Jesus and bind. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and earth and when they bind, see, if you can see what happens in the spirit realm is when you bind, what happens is you're taking the name of Jesus, you're connected with him in heavenly places, you're taking his power, and that's why you can do more because you're already connected into his heavenly power. And and he releases the power for you to bind the demon, and the demon knows that.
1: I know the word uh, talks about binding the strong man so you can spoil his goods. Uh, yeah. Is that talking about someone breaking into your house, or is that literally uh, spiritual in application? Is uh, that, that
0: uh, that's the spirit that the strong man is the the head devil that is over the other devils in you. And you can start out by the strong man being Satan himself. Say, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus, and I bind all of the devils that you've sent to torment me or do whatever in Jesus' name.
1: So you bind that strong man, and then uh, all the demons that are underneath him are easier to uh, expel. Am I correct?
0: Yeah, they are
1: wicked. uh, Let's say um, time is of the essence, and... You know, I know many of these deliverances can take hours, and some could be, you know, a lot quicker. But let's just say that uh, you were dealing with someone that had many demons. And I know these demons run in gangs, so typically a person that just have one, they'll probably have a whole pack. I also know it's dangerous to uh, be delivered and then not uh, stay blood-washed because, you know, you, you sleep the house clean. And, and then if you go back in and uh, dabble in sin again, the uh, demon will go out and get, uh, what, seven more? <laughs> Stronger than itself, yeah. and then come back in and uh, the state of the purse is worse than when they from you know the beginning um, yeah. so uh let's just say uh you are in a situation where uh you weren't gonna be able to finish the the deliverance uh you talk about binding and putting in cages. can you uh kind of put the thing on hold and, hold and
0: yeah uh
1: yeah. pick up it on yeah
0: at because
1: another date
0: have in layers sometimes okay. uh sometimes God will totally uh deliver a person sometimes uh it, they come out in layers, and the reason is the person has to learn to walk with God. It's okay. like little babies you have to teach them to use the name of Jesus like I ministered to this guy called I call him solitary Satanist I wrote a book about him and um It's up on the web page. And this guy uh, was practicing Satanism uh, by himself, not in a coven. And so after the deliverance, you have to uh, teach them how to defend themselves, how to use the name of Jesus, how to pray, how to fast. And um, so I was teaching him about the name of Jesus, and he goes home and Two big demons came in the room And they had swords And he asked them what they were doing there And they said we came to kill you And he said you can't kill me He said I command you to leave in the name of Jesus And they said well we're not leaving And he said well don't you believe in the name of Jesus He said yeah I believe in the name of Jesus he said, "But do you believe in the name of Jesus?" Uh-oh. And so then, <laughs> so then, he cried out and said, "Father, send the you, your warring angels to make these demons accountable to the name of Jesus." And these two big uh, angels came in the room and grabbed the demons and drug them out of the room. So uh,
1: praise God, <laughs>
0: he won the battle. <laughs>
1: Well, we're going to go to the phone lines now, uh, and if you have a question for Dr. Holliday, you can uh, call 917-889-2745. Okay, Dr. Holiday, you ready to take some calls? Yes. We have about 20 minutes remaining, so let's go right to the phone line. Uh, stand by. Okay. Uh, welcome to Omega Man Radio. Uh, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Dr. Holliday? You are on the air. Do you have a question? Okay. Um I guess uh they do not. Let's try another one. Stand by. Okay, you're on the air with Dr. Holiday. Uh what is your name and your question?
0: Are they punching one before they do that?
1: Let's see. I have someone on the switchboard. Uh caller, can you hear us? Okay, I guess not. Um uh, Again, if you would like to uh, speak to Doctor Holiday, the call in number is nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five. And uh, we have uh four available lines. Okay, uh so we're gonna stand by Doctor Holliday. Uh if we have okay. a caller to call in, we'll go ahead and patch them through. So um okay. well pr- praise God. Uh there is victory in the name of Jesus and uh believers can take authority over them. Um and a person can do some self deliverance. Now, if a, a person just does not uh, seem to get uh, the relief that they're looking for, uh, you know, in a, uh, you know, just trying to take authority themselves over the situation, they need a deliverance minister. Um, there's not a lot of you guys out there doing it. I know that you're one of the the uh, great pioneers in deliverance. Uh, why is that that we don't see more deliverance uh, ministries popping up?
0: Well, because there's not any teaching uh, in the seminaries, hasn't ever been that I know anything about, and uh, in addition to no teachers, uh, it's a very hard ministry because it's not popular. I mean, okay. Uh,
1: it's not a popular message. Uh, it's it's kind of the uh, the dirty side of the ministry in a lot of uh, pastors' eyes. They don't they don't want to touch. Uh, these things. They just want to concentrate on how to be a better you and how to, you know, sow your seed and make a million dollars. Uh, I believe we have a caller. Let's go to the line. Okay, caller, you're on the air with Dr. Holiday. What is your question, uh, caller? Can you hear us? Well. Guess not. Well you know guys, uh out there this is live radio, so you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh we are bold, uh we don't uh you know, pre record our broadcast. Uh we're alive and I like the element of live, you know. It it kinda livens yeah. it up. Uh no pun intended. So uh yeah, there is uh you know, just not a lot of uh deliverance ministries around that a person can go avail themselves of. I will tell you a personal experience. Um I went out looking uh, to see who was doing deliverance. And uh, I started to call around, and, you know, uh, I kept getting the same answer. You know, well, you know, Christians can't have a demon. Yeah. Uh, You know, pastors saying that. So then I I guess that makes sense why you're not seeing deliverance in most churches. And, uh, you know, it seems uh, that uh, a lot of people who – God calls into deliverance like yourself, they get ostracized. They, you know, it's, it's churches that uh, are helping people get set free. Um, they just don't get the financial support that uh, some of these bigger churches do. Am I correct?
0: That's right. Not only financial, but people uh, supporting you with their presence sitting in in the church. Uh, they they uh, would rather go over and roll on the floor... And uh, cluck like chickens, and bark like dogs, <laughs> and uh, uh, moo like cows, uh, than to be free. And oh, my uh, let me tell you, let me tell you a story. I got this telephone call from my television show here in Jacksonville, and the lady was uh, from a Baptist church out on the north side of town. And the story was that there was a witch in the church. She had had an affair with the pastor uh the pastor had died uh then uh she they got another pastor. she had an affair with that pastor his his marriage fell apart and then she the woman started having an affair with her her husband her husband grief. left her and went lived with the witch and the witch is still going to church during all this stuff and um she um, called me and wanted to know, and I said, look, come on over, and we'll pray with you if your husband's tied up with her. You need prayer. And she said, uh, I said, now, we got a meeting tonight, at uh, Tuesday night. Why don't you come over? Well, I can't come tonight because we got our prayer meeting tonight. Uh all this stuff going on in the church, but they will not leave those fake churches. It's like they're glued there. They will not leave. I ministered to a little family a couple of weeks ago. The whole family was demon-possessed. A uh, guy brings his family over, and he says, well, I, 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 my whole family needs deliverance, and we've been looking for deliverance for a long time. And I said, well, do you go to church? Yes, ma'am. I said, what church do you go to? I go to this certain assembly of God. I've been going there since 1984. Now, here's a guy sitting in church since 1984. He's demon-possessed, suicidal. His mother's demon-possessed. His wife's demon-possessed. And he's sitting there, and nobody can help him. What is wrong with that picture?
1: Boy, there's a lot wrong with that. I mean, that's just, that's unacceptable. Um, You know, that is a source of most of our problems. It's demonic attack.
0: Well, if you remember, uh, Bruce, the Bible says they gather teachers to tickle their ears. It's not the pastors and the teachers. It's the people. And there's another scripture that says they bear it well. They follow these false prophets, and they bear it well. They like it. And so, uh, you know, you're not going to get over the miracle of playing church, I can tell you that, and if you do, you won't stay. You've got to be very, because there's no frills over there. We have a very poor little church. Uh, We have the bare necessities there. Uh, and uh, but we have the anointing and the power of God. It's like going into the manger. If you'd gone to see Jesus in the manger, it would have taken the anointing of God for you to know that that was the Messiah in the manger. That's the way it is at Miracle. There's no well, thrill. You know,
1: no, no. Uh, and you, what you mean to tell me you don't have, you don't offer ballroom dancing and uh, yoga classes and Starbucks and <laughs> <laughs> and donuts on the line. <laughs> I went into one church and I thought I was in a movie theater. I went in and they had the flip up seats and uh, you know, they had a little little coffee shop and uh you know, uh, I've been into some churches, people go in and with flip flops and shorts and I, I'm you know, I'm just saying that wasn't the way that way I was raised. You know, we were raised to respect the house of God. You go in there, it's not a it's not a supposed to be a time for social club, you know, you can do that afterwards, but uh Right. You know, going to House of the Lord, you're you're well, supposed to be going uh, in there to get fed.
0: Uh, fed
1: a, fed the gospel message, not a cup of Starbucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Dupla what's his name? A Duplis, the guy over there in New Orleans, uh, the comedian All the, guy. Uh,
1: I call him the clown Evangelist Duplantis.
0: Yeah, that that guy Duplantis. He goes to the church behind us. They've got five thousand members back there. And uh, when he comes into town, they start gathering to see that nut at five o'clock in the afternoon, and he's to appear at seven thirty at night.
1: I've watched the, the show many times. For? You know, you know. If I, I watched and I was unsaved. Uh, I would not have been led to Christ. I would have been uh, wondering why uh, I'm not uh, wearing a Rolex watch. I mean, I yeah. don't hear. You know, yeah. it's it's a travesty. You don't hear the gospel message anymore. They're not preaching about the blood of Jesus. Uh, They're not telling the time that we're living in. We've got about uh, 10 minutes remaining. Uh, Let's bring this thing to 2010. Uh, How close are we to the return of the Lord, in your opinion?
0: I think we're very, very close. Uh, I've watched the end times for many, many years, and the signs are everywhere. They're in the churches. They're in the government. They're in the world uh They're in uh people's uh life uh everywhere you look, the signs are everywhere uh, the golf spill down there see that that thing started out as a psyops so that they could get their new world order in um and that's what uh, that thing going on down there is turning in to a disaster created by God now. More than them, because um, they it seems uh, have uh, have hit some kind of a volcano down there, and they can't get it closed up. Yeah, we're hearing reports
1: uh, of uh, not only oil coming out, but things like uh, benzene, and uh, you know, there's reports that uh, you know if this hurricane season really heats up and starts washing those chemicals into the coast, they may actually have to start. uh, Evacuating some people. In fact, uh, there's even an operation I'm hearing around the internet called Operation Swift Fox. Have you heard anything about that? No. Yeah, they're talking about maybe forced relocation of people from the coast. I mean,
0: we're in some terrible times
1: here. And uh, if we are.
0: They forced them from uh, Katrina, and people left there and never have returned. Nobody knows where they are.
1: You know, all the more reason why uh, we better wake up in the church and realize uh, who it is that is our adversary, the devil. You know, he wants to kill, steal, destroy from us. And all more so now, we better realize that uh, it's time to take spiritual warfare real, put on the full armor of God, because if we are on the last days, and I believe we are, Satan also knows that. He knows his time is short. And so wouldn't it make sense that he's going to be unleashing all his host of hell to try to do the the most damage, and take the most people to hell that he can, because uh, he knows that that's where he's going to end up, so I mean uh, and
0: the Bible tells us that yes, the Bible tells us that all of these disasters and famines and all of these things are going to happen before the Lord returns, and so this is not a new thing that we're um that we're listening to it's It's absolutely happening right in front of our eyes it's happening.
1: Dr. And, uh, Holliday, go ahead and give us your websites one more time, and then okay. I'm going to have you uh, close in prayer, if you would. And uh, would you be, uh, be able to come back on the show on another date?
0: Sure, I'd love to.
1: I think we need to do um, about 50 programs. You're, you have such a wealth <laughs> of knowledge. We, we couldn't cover it in one. Uh, well, how can people get in touch with you and your ministry? Uh,
0: they can uh, In Jacksonville, they can find the church at 1537 Mill Creek Road, uh in um in um the internet it's MiracleInternetChurch.com. dot com and then there's a website called patholiday dot com and uh that's where they'll find all of the resources that we've been talking about here today
1: well praise God uh dr Holiday. would you go ahead and have a prayer for the audience out there listening yes. to tonight's show? Go ahead and take it. Uh,
0: Father, we thank you. We thank you for the radio show. And uh, we thank you, Lord, that you have uh, helped us to get some of the word out tonight. And we forbid the devil to steal the word of God. And we implant it deeply in the hearts of the people. And, Lord, that, that the people will not be afraid, that they will walk with you because you're all powerful. And, Father God, we pray for their needs, their finances, jobs. We pray, God, for their help. We pray for their eyes. We pray for, uh, against cancer. We do pray for Pastor Washington, who is still sick in the hospital. And, Father, we ask that you raise her up in Jesus' name. And, uh, Lord, we pray for this radio show that you will furnish the needs for it and the people to work in it and give into it. And we give you the glory for Bruce's life, and we bind every spiritual attack that would try to come and rob, kill, and steal from any one of us. We cover our families with the blood of Jesus, and we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. God bless you, Dr. Holliday, and uh, thank you for coming on tonight's show, and we look forward to having you back real soon.
0: Thank you so much, Bruce. God bless you.
1: God bless you. I want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in to tonight's show. Uh, this is episode three. We had Dr. Pat Holliday. If you did not get a chance uh, to hear the show in its entirety, it'll be up uh, on podcast in about an hour, Uh we're going to do at minimum one show a week, but... Uh, Quite honestly, uh, there's so many guests I'd like to bring on the program, I think we're going to have to have several programs a week. So I would ask that you would tell a friend, spread the word about Omega Man Radio. Uh, we will have an official website up in a few days uh, and have an opportunity for you know, people to give feedback, uh, suggest guests. Um, we're going to bring in all types of guests. I mean, some some weeks we'll do deliverance, others will be current events. We may talk about uh, high technology Uh you never know what you're going to get when you tune into a Mega Man radio. So, again, I want to uh, thank everybody for uh, the encouragement to do the program. I want to put out a shout to uh, Rich Keltner, Watchman Radio. Uh, tune into to Watchman Radio. It's every Saturday night, uh, 11 p.m. to 12 a.m., watchmanradio.com. I also want to thank Rick Wiles for uh, his help in uh, setting the equipment up. And, uh, again, thank everybody out there. God bless you. Uh, Tune in again. Our next show will be Saturday night at 8 p.m. We're going to have guest Benjamin Brooke giving us an update, um, intelligence briefing on what uh, he's learned that's uh, really going on uh, behind the scenes of the oil spill. See you next show. Deepest I went into the darkness, the closer I to the light. And in that light there was a shadow. And that shadow is the future. I am the frustration that caused your judgment. I am the frustration that limits your mind. I am the frustration that mankind has kept from the masses for years. I am real.